Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ah, what's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it's not even close. Our busy, busy week continues. We are still live from down here this week at the Valspar Championship PGA Tour Live today, round number four. Going to crown a champion later today, but also by the end of today, we will have all 16 teams for the Sweet 16 and what has been a really fun tournament to this point. As always, before we look forward, we must look back and recap what we did on Saturday. A couple too many X's for my liking. However, my man Calvin Wetzel, we bring him in for the women's tournament. Banging green check marks. We love that. And then Providence last night from Sportsline. Remember, you can get all the simulations, all of the cappers, and that Providence pick if you are a sports line member. All right. Now, as far as our early edge brackets are concerned, Dwayne Beasley is showing out. Big shout out to my man Skip Griffin in a tie for six, one of my good friends. But I don't see any of our early edge talent there. Huh. We need to do some work today. So let's bring in the stars of the show. And you know, it's our Sunday brunch version. You know, M Squared named it that. Mikey, now I got I got to tell you, watching you and Chief hang out with Buckets, I don't know how I feel about it. I'll be honest with you. Hey, uh, Buckets is a great guy. I was glad I was able to spend some time with him. I want to talk about that leaderboard, though, too. I There's a guy named Steven Second. Everything uh-huh. looks good, but the total, he's got 92 points in the total for the final championship game. I would love to see a 92-point <laughs> championship games so that one's very interesting but uh yeah fired up here got the formula one race on this morning had to rep my guys from ferrari uh what an incredible weekend for them so far and some awesome awesome games today well i gotta tell you what i'm 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 in the last episode of drive to survive on netflix so i am ready for the season for f1 they've really become stars because of that show they really really have now speaking of speaking of becoming a star my goodness, he comes on early edge one day, and now I'm getting all these tweets about, we want Calvin back every single day. Calvin, welcome back to the show, sir. Appreciate you guys having me this whole weekend, man. It's been a blast being on here. The women's tournament's been so fun this weekend. A bunch of upsets yesterday, a bunch of near misses. Can't believe Jackson State was so close to pulling the first ever 14 over three. They had a 10-point lead and didn't quite pull it off, but so many fun upsets, and it's been a really fun tournament so far. Yeah, in the college game, 314 is kind of the 116 on the men's side. It just has never happened before. Uh, so we would love to see it. At some point, uh, it will happen as parity is coming to the women's game, just like it has come to the men's game. All right, guys, let's get into storylines. It could affect the betting lines today. And I want to start with that women's tournament. Calvin, you're looking today at the Greensboro region. Talk to me. 
Yeah, we got three teams in action in the Greensboro region today that all have big storylines that the media is going to love. You start with the one and two seeds, South Carolina and Iowa, the two top national player of the year candidates with Aaliyah Boston and Caitlin Clark set to meet head to head in the Elite Eight if they get there. And then, of course, you have Iowa and Iowa State, the two and three seed in-state rivals play each other every year. This is about the best that those two teams combined have ever been in the same year. And Caitlin Clark, Ashley Jones, again, two All-Americans, former AAU teammates. So if we want these storylines next week in Greensboro region, all three of these teams need to win today to get there. So I'm looking at will ESPN get the narratives that they want and will we get the matchups that we want to see in terms of star power that has to start today. Yeah, it has to start today. I've also been really, really fascinated how many really big-time scores there are this year in the women's game. And we're going to see several of those uh, that you've already talked about. Now, that's the women's game. We're all over the men's game. But also, as Mikey said, motorsports is starting to get revved up. F1 racing right now. NASCAR later today in Hotlanta. M-Square, talk to me. Yeah, we got to talk about the Atlanta race because we've talked about it all year in terms of the new car. We're still getting settled in. We haven't hit many of the stops yet. They've also changed things at the track and NASCAR has changed the package that is going to be used in the car here. We're Mm -hmm. switching to a more super speedway style package that's more similar to what you would see at Daytona, Talladega. Leads to a little bit of pack racing, not something we've typically seen at Atlanta. But to make things even crazier, we did not get a qualifying session this week. The initial practice session was scrapped because of the weather, and they decided to go ahead and scrap qualifying and allow for one practice session just because it was more beneficial uh, to the teams in that way. And a couple interesting developments out of practice. Joe Gibbs Racing, all four of their cars in the top 10 in practice. Uh, That's going to be Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, Martin Truex, and Denny Hamlin. Uh, Some other surprises, Kevin Harvick, someone who's typically been very good at Atlanta, Mm -hmm. nowhere near in the top half of the field in practice. Um, If you guys are interested in more, I will have my updated simulated leaderboard and a few picks for the race over on Sportsline in about an hour. Yeah, I think the answer would be, yes, we would like more. And if you want that, just become a Sportsline member. That's all you got to do. Ten bucks a month. That's it. And you get all of I would pay, I'd pay 10 bucks just for that. Not to mention everything else that you get at Sportsline. All right. Two plays from Sportsline today. First one from Mad Max and the Thunderdome. We're going to go Wisconsin minus the four and a half over Iowa State. Yes, Iowa State played very good the other night. They were in control the entire game. But this is basically a home game for the Badgers. They're playing this game in Milwaukee. Wisconsin won by seven in their opening round game against Colgate, and they're only laying four and a half here. I think the Cyclones magic runs out. So does Mad Max. We'll take Wisconsin laying that game at 6, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Remember, the tournament is no longer on Sundays where it's just noon to 6. There are games throughout the afternoon and also into the evening. Speaking of a later evening game, Texas and Purdue, 8.40 p.m. Eastern time. This game also from Mad Max. This one, it scares me just a little bit. He likes Texas plus the 140 on the money line over Purdue. This is about fading the Boilermakers in the mind of Mad Max. Yes, they have a good team. Yes, they have a lot of good players, but bad shooting, pressure situations. Texas showed on Friday that they have what it takes, and they've got a sharp shooting guard that is playing for a purpose. A lot of his nil money is going to go to cancer research because he has come back from leukemia. Those type of stories don't get lost on us. So we'll take Texas, we'll take the Longhorns on the money line over the Purdue Boilermakers. All right, now, 
to my guys. And Calvin, this is the first time you've ever got to experience this. But on Sunday brunch, this is Mikey's show. So we try to make it special. M squared. Uh, 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 uh. You know the drill, son. Give it to me. All right, let's hope the microphone is fixed and we're not blasting you guys out again here. But uh, we're taking <laughs> Houston minus three and a half today against Illinois. Have not been impressed with the Illinois team. I do respect their ability to turn it on at any given time because of the matchup problems that they can create with Kofi Coburn here. However, I like the defensive efficiency on the Houston side. I think they're an incredibly well coached team. I think they play very hard. They really hang their hat on the defensive end somewhat similar to the Texas tech team. Uh, but I, I like Houston in the spot. I, I think they're the better team. The thing I will caution with, and what I tell a lot of people at this time of year, when you get these spreads less than five points, but more than a pick them, um, if you don't feel comfortable, there's not a ton of urgency to go place the game, the bet pregame. Uh, just because of the way that these games are officiated, the way these games are called, you're almost certainly going to be able to find both sides near a pick em or a, under a full possession. So this number down to two, minus one and a half, minus two and a half, that's very likely that you will see that at any given point in the first eight to 12 minutes of the game. Uh, so I just put that caveat out there. You can certainly find a better number still. I like it at three and a half. That is the cutoff, though, where I would play it. I want the win condition at four. I don't want the push or the loss that you'd be taking at four and a half. Uh, but my simulations do make this one closer to seven. And I, I do think that we're looking at a double digit win, regardless of which team wins this game. Yeah, you talk about being able to turn it on whenever they want. It's one thing to be able to turn it on, but on game two, tournament, defense, Houston, it, it, they can't afford to get down by double digits against this team, in my humble opinion. By the way, to back up your point a little bit, if, you, if anybody watched the live streams on Thursday and Friday, we talked about waiting for live betting, and that Chattanooga game was a perfect example. We had on plus eight. You went in the chat, and you told us, get them at plus two and a half, and we would have won all of them. We would have won both sides of it. Am I right, Mikey? Yep. Yeah, you, we cashed uh, Illinois plus two and a half and yep. the plus eight on the other side. Yep. Yep. All right. So you've got to pay attention. Listen to my guys. It's not just about the picks. It's about the information. I tell you guys that all the time. It's about the information. All right. Now, Calvin, I don't want to put too much pressure on your shoulders, but I don't know if you're aware. But when you're in the last spot on the show, we've got a little man we like to call the maestro. He's our OG. He's been here since day one. But I have faith in you. I believe in you. And the maestro believes in you. The floor is yours. All right. So I'm taking Stanford minus 18 and a half. That's where I got it. It's been moving a little bit since I got it earlier. It's up to 20 and a half on some books, 21 and a half on some. Definitely still like it. 20 point for the first dunk <laughs> in the women's game since Brittany Griner in 2013. So they definitely have that going for them. But in terms of the matchup, I really just don't like the matchup for Kansas in this one. They play up tempo, kind of the opposite of what we talked about with Albany the other day. It allows the favorite to pull away a little bit more. Kansas really doesn't guard the arc very well, which isn't going to help against a Stanford team that loves to knock down the three ball. And on the other end, you know, Stanford has Cameron Brink back there protecting the paint. That's where Kansas wants to live, where they want to get their buckets at the rim. I don't see this one being under 20 unless somehow Stanford goes ice cold from three. We got this at 22.2. So definitely take it anywhere under 20 or at least at 20.5. All right. I like that a lot. Tell me where to bet it up to. By the way, we should probably put Brittany Griner in our thoughts. Uh, more bad news came out about her the other day being detained for two more months. 
in Russia. And it's a bad situation. She unfortunately got caught up in, in the war and she is in jail in Russia right now. So hopefully they can get her out in the next little bit. But who knows what the Russians are going to do right now. All right. So we got Stanford minus the 18 and a half. And we've got a very tasty gem today. But I need a little more information. Jeweler, show your face. Show your face. What are we doing here on the gym today? Good morning, coach. Today for the gym, we got, let's start with the bottom two legs here. We got in the CBI, we're going to take Boston University over UNC Greensboro, tailing uh, Larry on the site there, and also going to tail Mad Max with Wisconsin, minus four and a half. But at the top there, you can see we're, we're putting Duke money line. Okay. 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 Now, let me take you back. 28 years ago, on Sunday, March 20th, 1994, Duke, a two seed, was playing Michigan State, a seven seed, in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Okay. Duke ended up winning that game. They also covered the five and a half point spread. Now, that same exact day in the afternoon, there was a South Carolina man who was so enthralled with that game. I don't know if he was a Grant Hill fan, you know, focused on the bracket, but he delayed going to the hospital for his wife that was going in labor. And uh, let's just say I was almost born on the side of the road. <laughs> that was you? <laughs> because my dad was so in in just taken aback by this Duke game versus Michigan State is how how he always says it. And it, they were playing they were playing Michigan State as a seven seed in the second round. And but I, I was born at the hospital. We got there eventually. How do you feel about the fact that for your entire life you had to know? that Duke was more important to your parents or your dad than your life. Well, I was a third child. So oh, like, oh, well that, you know, <laughs> I think you my been mom born anywhere. You could have been I, born anywhere. Yeah, I think my mom like also cleaned the house too, like before they left. So, you know, <laughs> that's just what they did back then. Pushing the mob. You're about to, oh, that the image right now I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But by the way, all, all seriousness, all kidding aside, do we really think, that Mike Krzyzewski, Coach K's career is going to end on a random Sunday in the second round of his final season. I don't see I, that as a storyline. Look, I hit my dad and he, and you know, full disclosure, he's not an expert in college basketball, but he said this side of the brackets rigged for Duke to go to the final. <laughs> so take well, that for a grain of salt. Uh, I love this. I love when there's a storyline behind the gym, by the way, Tom Izzo finally admitted yesterday that he has been targeting this game and he is honored to be able to maybe end coach K's career. He says we're competitors. So not talking trash, just saying that would be an honor. I believe in Duke and the blue devils. I have them going to the elite eight losing to Gonzaga. I think that's the right bracket. I don't have it in front of me. Jeweler. Great job by you today. All right. So grab your paper. Grab your pencils. Here is the recap, and it looks absolutely glorious. M squared, one play today. Houston, minus three and a half. But again, other plays, other sports at Sportsline. Then, my man Calvin Wetzel, Stanford women's hoops. We're laying 18 and a half. He would play it up to maybe around 21. Anything after that, be very, very careful. Then two plays from Sportsline. We're going to go Wisconsin. Mad Max, minus four and a half over Iowa State. And then Texas on the money line, plus 140 over Purdue, the two seed. Then you just heard from the jeweler himself, Duke on the money line, Boston University plus two in the CBI, and then Wisconsin minus four and a half. You put all three of those things together, whoo, plus 386, and I love that number. A quick reminder, Monday morning, our normal uh, morning show at 10 a.m. Eastern time, then we'll have a Sweet 16 preview 
at 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on our YouTube channel. Give us a follow. Turn on those notifications so you don't miss one minute of our incredible content every single day. So with that being said, enjoy the final round of the Valspar Championship. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the NASCAR. Enjoy it all. Follow all my guys. And remember, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Sunday tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, I love them all. Calvin, M Squared, the jeweler. Of course, our entire team behind the scenes. I am the coach. Tell all your friends, it's never too late to start. There's only one betting brand you even need to worry about. We like to call it the early edge. Good luck. Good luck.